12th of June 2022. Today we are going live on the Josh Tan Show. Yes, we are starting a bit early and today we have two key important topics I'd like to share with you. The first, since you're tuning in a bit early, is regarding my recent trip to Malacca. I guess it represents what to look out for if you're traveling also to Malaysia in the coming weeks ahead because now it's school holidays, correct? And the second, which I'll be touching a bit more with you, is about the topic of wealth. I went to this trip to Malacca because I wanted to spend quality time with family and it relates a bit to wealth because you know, time is finite. You either spend it in office or you spend it with family. But first things first, the light-hearted topic, which is the recent trip to Malacca. You know, this is my first overseas trip uh, with my family because borders have been closed. And to do flights with PCR, I think that's not easy for any family with young kids. But now we can all travel across the border. And uh, I think many in the north have already gone into JB. But I, I'd like to share with you some observations. The first is that Malacca malls are seeing poor occupancy. You know, Malacca is a town that benefits a lot when there is a lot of tourism. And through these two years, a lot of shops have closed already. And I believe that also is similar to what is being shown in JB. I went to Bukit Indah also a uh, couple of weeks back and also realized that about 30% of shops have been closed. So the key message is if you are going to Malaysia or Malacca also, do bring along Malaysian ringgit that has changed from Singapore. You know, in my previous trips, I've been to Malacca like at least 10 times. I always go there and change money because the exchange rate is, is better. Uh, maybe it's because the rental is cheaper. Therefore, they don't charge such big spread. Therefore, I, I usually go there and change my Malaysian ringgit to save on an extra few dollars. But my suggestion is change your money here in Singapore. Go down to Mustafa, go down to Chinatown. Change it first before going. Because what I saw is that all the money changes that I know that I know at least three money changes there. All closed shop. So if you're going to JB and expecting to change Singapore dollars for Malaysia Ringgit, you might get stuck like me. So how did I get out of my uh, predicament back in Malacca? Because we were running out of cash. I brought some Malaysia Ringgit, but you know, we, we buy groceries and stuff and we burn through the cash. So you know what happens? I, I don't like use credit cards overseas because we know of problems such as uh, people stealing the card and stuff and you get all sorts of possible uh, loopholes if the merchant overseas is not compliant so what I, what I did is I tried to find money changes couldn't find I went to hotels to ask for exchange also cannot find because the hotels they have been shut down for some time and they don't provide this service of exchanging money anymore so the only solution that I could find which is a reminder for my family actually is to go to the ATM to draw out Malaysian ringgit I don't know if you know or not you know in your ATM card you see the logo behind for POSB DBS, OCBC, and uh, UOB. You realize that there's a plus logo, which means you can go overseas if you have activated the card already to draw out in their local currency. So I actually found an ATM, an OCBC ATM in Malacca. And thankfully, I managed to draw like five, 600 worth of ringgit to pump petrol and finish up whatever shopping that we need to do. So do always remember the money changer part in Malaysia and in particular Malacca is very bad. Uh, they're still recovering from tourism. Now, also to share with you, it's getting crowded. North-South Expressway is getting crowded. Uh, I believe Malaysia is doing a lot of internal tourism also. So, you know, uh, do factor in more time. The places such as restaurants, those that are famous, are getting really packed. That's what I observed. And we haven't even factored in China tourists because right now China is having a releasing of COVID, correct? But the China tourists are not down yet. Malaysia's internal tourism is really fueling all the 
famous places to be crowded already. So if you're going there, do factor in more time. Now, since I'm on this pod, let me know any questions you have just in case you're traveling up. And I also have a few blog articles to share with you. Within my website, The Astute Parent, you can check out my latest uh, discussion on my sharing of my three-day, two-night trip to Malacca, just in case you're going there also. I kind of know many of the hotels there. I've been there more than 10 times. And I, was, I even have a dedicated food review website uh, called holidaytriptoday.blogspot.com. That is where I've actually left certain impressions of the famous restaurants that I've tried before in Malacca with my 10 plus trips up there. So with that, let me pivot to a second topic, which is very surprising because I, I love Malacca, correct? So, you know, being someone in money and finance, I also looked at the property over there. You know, if you go to the malls, they always have those standees where they try to sell foreigners even. Uh, why not buy a dream vacation home? And this is one that I'd like to show you. This is a very outstanding project called Silverscape Luxury Residences. Faces the sea, unblocked view. Uh, right there, you would see that it's high rise and very iconic. So right now it's costing 280,000 ringgit. Not too expensive, right? If you convert the sing dollar, it's like 80, 90,000, 90,000. Kind of, most, most Singaporeans can afford. But what I want to show you is something a bit more horrific. Take a look at this. This is the price chart over here for that project in particular. It's one of the better ones really. It goes to show that previous years, Malacca property that was selling to investors were paying up to 900 plus ringgit per square foot. But right now it dropped all the way down to 500 per square foot already. Crazy decline, correct? This is one of the better projects. Can you imagine those that are a bit more old looking? Where are the investors going to have interest in? The city center is very inflated before COVID. A lot of uh, speculation and foreign investors hoping to make profits from there. But with COVID really sucking out this bubble, you see that prices have dropped 40% easily. Not just that project. Another one which I've stayed, Airbnb, Atlantis Residence. You see also from 600 per square foot, now it's 450 ringgit per square foot. Conversing dollars, 150 only. But again, if you want to buy foreign investments, you got to know the landscape well. You got to know the supply and demand well. And I think it's only best for the sophisticated investors or those who know the local landscape well. For us, the price seems cheap, but if you go there, I'm not even sure how to make a profit from it. So I'm going to share with you my findings and to really get you to be more aware. In future, there may be some causes or advertisements to tell you by foreign properties. Be very wary that you are not familiar with the landscape. What if something like this happens? Track record has been going up. Then one situation like COVID sucks out all the investor demand and boom, you've lost 40%. And the key part is we haven't even factored in the depreciation in Malaysian ringgit. So an investor who bought these two, as you can see in 2018, I think they've lost 50% with the exchange rate depreciation also. So very serious topic. If you want to invest overseas, be very savvy. But investing, traveling overseas, all these are regarding wealth. I wanted to discuss this topic on wealth. I spent the time, stop the YouTube, or pre-do a lot of work first so that I can travel. Because, you know, Wealth is something that is not the same as money. I, I think I would like to share more perspectives on that. Because when it comes to wealth, it's not really how much money you have in your bank account. In school days, we used to compete about grades. Or oh, you got A, I got B+. We, nowadays, in adulthood, especially if you're a young working adult, you might be drawn into that competition also. Salary, house, car, this kind of thing to represent wealth. No. 
does someone who owns a $5 million property with a mortgage of 10, 20,000 with a big career, uh, cannot leave work, need to work eight more years to just settle the mortgage. Are they more wealthy than, for example, myself, who doesn't earn that much and uh, can go to Malaysia comfortably? Mortgage is relatively affordable according to income and there's no mortgage stress. So wealth does not equal to money. I'd like to expand the topic because we have a lot of questions coming on this community to to really depict how you can build your wealth properly. If you chase money, you chase bigger and bigger representations of money, whether it's your bank account, the car you drive, or the mortgage, you would realize that you'll be stuck in this rat race. Because who's wealthier? Wealth is not trying to one-up someone else. This friend of yours bought a big house, you need to buy a big house. This sibling of yours bought a big car, you need to buy a big car. Wealth is not about one-upping someone else. Wealth is also not about looking good. Or oh, I travel to Switzerland or high income, travel to Switzerland, I travel to Malaysia. Wealth is not about looking good. Uh, needless to say, that includes luxury spending also. Bags, expensive gifts to spouses. I, I see the bit on Facebook. Because when we look good, we can flaunt that on Instagram, on Facebook. Wealth is not about that. If you really want to be wealthy, join this thinking of being a financial minimalist and investing properly. Being very frugal. You can get wealth very easily. Wealth is not about status. You need to be here. You need to participate in that or be seen with that group. And last but not least, wealth is not about doing what everybody else is doing. Sending kids to expensive private schools, uh, having one mate or two mates even, staying a condo, luxurious condo. Wealth is not doing what everybody's trying to do. Upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. If you want to be wealthy, I think the school has not taught us enough. That's why I brought up this discussion and spend the time to pick up any questions you may have. If you're watching this and listening to this on the podcast after the stream, leave your questions below on on what you what you've been through or what you would like to hear to build your own wealth journey. I can try to help you answer from there. And I also feel that not many people understand that money does not equal wealth. They chase money and all they do is just to build on more and more lifestyle and mortgage to represent that level of wealth and they're stuck in that red race. So again, you can be earning $20,000 a month and you're still stuck in the red race. Not that we are saying that you shouldn't try to work hard and grow your income. But conversely, you if you're earning $2,000 a month, you have enough passive income sources, you could be out of the red race already. This is something about wealth that school doesn't teach. This is something of wealth that once you understand the freedom it brings you, you can go for trips, slow down the work, stop the work. That is something that is a lot more meaningful. You know, in a subsequent week, if you are keen to hear more financial topics, I'll be touching on a case whereby someone who is in his age 45 is having this wealth problem because he has made his car, he's stuck financially. So if you're keen, smash your subscribe, watch in for next week's podcast. And as always, if you have your own story that you want me to pull up as a case study for everybody, leave uh, your questions to my email, which I'll leave in the summary sections below. Now in conclusion, let me show you something. This is something to be avoided, chasing money and then expanding your life. Because wealth is about having the relationships, having the enough money to get yourself financially free. And if you focus on the absolute amount of money, you might get stuck. You might compensate on the happiness that you are forsaking. So that's the important message I want to share with you. I've been to a holiday. I think it's it's very fresh. It's very close to heart right now, spending that important time. And if you are looking for a trip 
spend amazing time, fully focused in the moment, and have a great holiday too. With that, I'll sign off. If you have any questions, leave in the comment section below. See you in the next week's podcast. Take care as always. Goodbye.